Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions Podcast Post Game Show. Hey, hi, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is like episode 424, the post game show, live post game show, first one of the season. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, the chat, the show, the whole thing. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with me is the effervescent, glorious, and wonderful brains behind the operation, Ash, the Ash Man Thompson. Oh. How are you doing, brother? He's the Not boss of the slide. Thought we had a third person on with all those nice things you said. <laughs> He's the boss of the slack for those that don't know, but it's uh, it's uh, it's all that. Good stuff. We got a lot going on today. Um, we're going to talk about the game, and this game was was probably three games in the course of sixty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> One guy in our slack put put it perfectly. He's like Jared Goff has had his entire 2021 season in one game today. It's crazy. It is absolutely <laughs> crazy. Tale we'll, of two halves, man. Yeah. We'll do a roundtable discussion, and we will take your calls. we got a whole lot going on. We'll, we'll get the press conference as well with the Lions, with Coach Campbell. Um, as soon as that comes up, I'll be, I'll be kind of watching it kind of unfold here in the background while we go. Great show lined up. Ash, are you ready to go, my man? 100%. Let's get it on. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right. All right. Good, good. Here we are. First game of the season, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm a bit torn because my boy is actually going to be driving back to school while I do this show. So I had to say goodbye oh, before man. we started and all the other stuff. So that, that I'm torn there. So but you're saying I'm carrying your butt today. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the first time. <laughs> uh. Oh, man, we got this. All right, so great, great to be back in football, man. I am so excited to have the NFL going. Um, joy, 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 happy, happy joy. How are you feeling, bro? Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited about this that, like, I was still hyped at halftime, despite what we watched. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, only down two scores. <laughs> What a game. What an oh, incredible yeah. game. It was it was something. Um I have to do something. The screen's gonna go black here. Ash, just quick give us a rundown. Um we're getting asked about timeouts and clock management. It, it, while I do this and the screen's gonna go back black, but you'll still hear Ash. Ash, if you would just talk about like when we should have called that timeout at about two oh seven before the two minute warning, some of that stuff. Help, help, help us out with with that while I do this little thing. I'm just curious if everyone else can hear the uh, Detroit Lions hold music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely getting that through my speakers. That's a pretty cool soundtrack for me talking, I guess. Uh, oh, no, that's my end. Okay, good, good. Got it. All right. Got it. Well, okay, thanks. I'm going to kill that on my end. You had me scared. Riveting audio content right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> this game, man, it... Uh, Everything you think about week one is what we got here. It's a uh, 100% like believe nothing, draw no conclusions. Uh, we saw everything uh, from Jared Goff. Like in the first half, he couldn't complete a pass longer than two yards. There was no line. Let's get this off. Who had 10 yards receiving at that point. <laughs> Bro, we're a professional show, folks. 100%. It's the first one of the season. It's the first one of the yeah. season. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I literally haven't been on for the entire offseason. So but all sorts of glitches involved in this thing. Uh, <laughs> so uh, basically, like at halftime, there was not a single Lions receiver that had 10 yards receiving. Um, and of the four who had catches, two of them had negative yardage. Uh, 
If you're looking for a reason that the Lions lost this game, uh, you could draw a pretty clear thing to say that maybe that they win. more and live reps so, in games. Really quick, um, you know, we had a chance there at the end. We couldn't couldn't close it out. And, uh, you know, I think really the, the tell of the day was, you know, we, the damage was done a little bit in the first half. We tried to fight our way back. But the third down, um, you know, on both sides of the ball, offense and defense hurt us, and, and then we spotted them seven on offense, and it was, and you know, we just couldn't fight our way back from it. So um, we had cl- we got to clean a lot up. Well, look. Offensively, here here was the. I mean, really, the day was this. If we could stay on the field, if we can convert a first down, we're probably going to do pretty good. And so there again, it was those times we stalled out. Uh, you know, we go three and out, uh, or there late in the game. You know, um, in the fourth quarter, man, we're in a third down and uh, third and manageable, and then you know we get a low snap and some bad stuff happens and. Uh, and now you're forced to punt it. You know, you're really not in a good position to go for it. At least I didn't feel that way. So, man, just some, some uh, you know, self-inflicted wounds there. Um, now, look, I thought we came out in the second half and did a much better job. We were much more efficient. We were able to take some shots because we could stay on the field and get some rhythm. Um, you know, I thought Swift had an outstanding day. And um, <clears throat> those guys up front did a good job. I mean, I, th- I thought the old line played well. You know, they, they banked a lot of reps, and uh, yeah, I did. thought they, they did a good job. But, but there again, offensively, early in that game, third down, and then when you turn the ball over, and not only turn it over, but it ends up being for seven. That's just, it's hard, you know. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that was – yeah, I, I, I do. Because I think about what mistakes did they make. They really didn't. I mean, they played well. And, uh, you know, they they executed well. Uh, we struggled with our quarterback, you know, uh, hurt hurt us. So, um, he's a good player, you know. But w- we got to be able to respond to those things, you know. And then just – man, you want to know there at the end of that game, we got a chance. It's fourth down. We close it out. You know, you got that ball with about a minute left, no timeouts to – you know, to get in position to, to win it, you know, and you like those odds. So, I look, I was proud that we fought our way back, but we got a lot to clean up. You, you knew Hurts would be difficult, of course, but did you think your defense would handle them a little bit better than it did? Yeah, I did. I did. And, you know, we had a lot of, I'm almost in position, I, I am, I got a hand, uh, and we just couldn't close it out. So, look, I think we'll be better for that. You know, you face a guy like that, and, uh, Look, there was a number of guys out there. It's first game of the season. You know, uh, it's a full game. Now you're into real tempo. You know, real NFL tempo against real dudes. And and uh, I think it got on some guys, but they'll all be better for it. Everybody will be better. And we'll be in a little better shape, too, after playing after one week. Here, Ryan, workout. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was um, certainly it's tough, but I, I think um, 
Look, I, I kind of think of it, man. It just we just need to get ourselves back in position to don't let this thing get out of out of hand to where you you don't have a chance in the fourth quarter. And so, of course, I I don't like that. I don't want it to happen. But yet, man, I'm thinking the long game. And as long as we just keep fighting in there, you never know what's going to happen. You know, I, I I felt like we were going to get a turnover in any minute, and you know, to, to balance the scales back out, and it didn't happen today. But. Um, but that's we we got to get some of those, you know. When we make a mistake, we got to find a way to make them, uh, you know, do the same thing, give us something back. And we didn't do that today. Can you explain the, the clock management there again? Yeah, look, I, the one offensively was we finally got in a rhythm, and I didn't want to lose that rhythm going to a two minute. Now, you know, we can. Judge it however you want, but that was me. I'm like, look, he's up there. We're 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 moving a little bit here, so let's go. And uh, that was just my mindset on it. And it would've been easy enough to do it, but that's kind of how I felt. And what was the other question? When, when our defense was out there after the long sack, where it was what second seventeen or something. Yeah, I wanted the ball back, so I was I had faith in my defense, and uh, so I'm like, well, we got them pinned back here. Let's use the timeout. We'll get it back to our O. Yeah, look, I just I just told them. Um, look, it, it, they are they already know. I mean, it, it's. They understand. I mean, they they it hurts more than for them than it does anybody. I mean, it uh, and and we were this close, and so it's really like, look, man, this is this is game one, and uh, we got a long season here. And I said, the good news is that we didn't play very well, and we lost by three. That's what you can take away from this. Now, if we just take this whole approach where every week it's like, well, we play, you know, we lost by three, well, we lost by three, we lost by three, then what are we doing? So we got to clean this up and uh, we got to be better. We got to be a lot better in all areas. Yeah, it felt like a familiar thing with Jerry in the first half and then some late deeper throws you know, late in the game. Is there a reason to believe that this is a different year for him because we haven't seen a ton of him this preseason? Yeah, look, I, w the intention, we we liked what we had in for these guys. We liked the game plan. and uh, But some of this stuff, to get it downfield, you got to set it up a little bit. And it's hard to do that, particularly in the first half, when you, you can't can't stay on the field to set up the routes you want to double move or, 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 you know. And so we were able to do a little bit more, you know, as it got late uh, or in the second half and take advantage of that, or much better anyway. You talk about playing up to the line, the red line. Um, you have two of your captains commit. Penalties on, on touchdown drives. Yeah. Well, it's not good. Look, I, I don't know. I I did not see uh, I did not see Alex's and Tracy's. Now I know Tracy got kicked out because of a second penalty. All right, which is unacceptable, and he knows that. That's not okay, and that's not what we're looking for because that's how you get beat. And those guys know that. Uh, it's a bullshit penalty. Though. Just, just tell your thoughts on the don't give him the excuse. Doesn't. Yeah, no. Doesn't get called anywhere else. So I wanted the ball back. Yeah, he did a good job. I thought he did a good job. No, I mean, look, there was a couple of hiccups there, but I, that was uh, that was a little bit of everybody. And as you know, offensively, man, it only takes one guy to to. Uh, 
derail everything you're doing. You know, defense, a guy can go out there and one guy can wreck a game uh, for the opponent. But offense, one guy is not, you know, not doing what he's supposed to do. And, man, everything gets out of sync. So, you know, everybody kind of had a hand in that one. What happened with him? Oh, we were just being smart with reps. You know, we just got him back. He's in a good place. We were just trying to, you know, let, let's monitor a little bit and not overdo it, but yet certainly get him his, his plays, you know. So we're trying, to, we're trying to work a couple of guys that way to be smart. How did you feel Hutchinson played for the first game? Listen, he'll, uh, he'll be better next week, all right? He needed this, and uh, they all needed it. And most rookies, that's the way it goes. You know, you get in your first game, and it's, it's just a little different. And... Uh, Look, I got to watch the tape, but but I know that he'll be better next week than he is this week, and so will Rodriguez, and so will all those rooks. So will Kirby. So that's just you know nature of the game. Look, Swift is um, Swift is one of those players that we have. You know, I, I we've got some good players, but Swift is. Uh, He's a dynamic player for us, and he, he's the one guy that can take it anywhere. Uh, he can take the house from anywhere on the field, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's ours. On all the hurts, escapes, and runs, obviously he's a good, very good player, but <clears throat> was that your defense being over-aggressive, being young, being... No, look, I think look, there's no excuse for it, but, I, man, when you haven't faced a guy like that and now you're, you're about to play... I don't even know how many plays that was. Um, but you're getting a full game plan of that and uh, reacting to that. And, um, you know, it just, it's, it got on us. And, you know, and obviously I think we got to put that on us. I got to put it on me. We didn't have him prepared for him because he hurt us. I mean, you take away his rushing, and I mean, we're, we're probably sitting pretty good defensively, or much better, I should say. All right. Thank you, guys. Locker all right, there we go. Coach comes up with all the good stuff as always. Yep. Um, I, I I love it. I mean, he he came he 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 addressed really everything, including the um, the clock management piece and the graphic yep. aggressiveness he has. I mean, that's the nature of the coach we have. Same with the I'll onside take that kick. Ten out of ten times, man. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that's good. Um, let's really quick, let's talk about uh, DeAndre Swift. And th- I'm going to throw the phone number out so folks can join from, uh, can call in if they like as well. 248-782-8384. 248-782-8384. We'll get you into the uh, the phone call and uh, we'll pick up, bring you on. Um, you can also use Detroit Lions podcast, which is all one word. And you can use that via Skype to get to us. All right. And we've got a call already, so let's just get right to it. Hey, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Hey, Chris, it's Kenyon. (laughs) Hey, how you doing, Kenyon? Pretty good, pretty good. (laughs) Haven't had too much to drink, just just actually one beer. Or no, two beers. (laughs) All right. How the Rams do? Oh, yeah, it wasn't good. But. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. That's ah, all right. <laughs> uh, what do you got for us, bro? No, um, I just tuned into the show, um, so hopefully I, you just didn't get covered already. I was just going to say, um, you know, overall, you know, we expected to lose this game, so in that sense, it was pretty good. I'm not really in – I had fun this year, this game, which I hadn't really had for a while, so that mm-hmm. was good. Um, but – I'm kind of in a no moral victories stage of my life. So, <laughs> yeah. um, 
in that sense, it could be better because of when I look at it, there were times in this game where the offense disappeared. You know, Jared Goff started like three or four for six yards, and then there's times where the defense just really wasn't competent at all. So I feel like if we still haven't seen this team put together a complete game. Once they do, I think they can be really good. But just that effort alone, it has to continue throughout the whole time. It can't just show back up at the end once they gave up, kind of reminiscent of that 49ers game last year in week sure. one where we thought maybe it would be okay after giving up you know, that huge lead, and then they, they kind of stopped. I almost wonder if Philly stopped a little bit, but certainly an encouraging performance nonetheless. Yeah, this was a matchup nightmare for the Lions. I think that's the, yeah. the, the big part. This is one of the worst teams we're facing all season. And we lost by three points. There's a lot that you know to break down within the game itself, but in the end, that scoreboard says we lost by three points to a team that has as much a chance as anybody in their division and the conference to make a Super Bowl. I expect that they're going to make a playoff run this year. Um, I, this is you know like I said, you, like you say, fine. There's no moral victories, and, and and I agree. But they beat us by 39 points last year. If you don't think that there's a change in talent and the quality of the play calls and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, down the line, then you you didn't watch. You haven't watched the Lions, right? And this is this is a loss. It's a year zero and one to start. But um, if this is a you know this is a loss that feels a lot better than the Philly game last year. Yeah, like yeah, we can't exactly. say that they I deserve to win this. I've a few mixed emotions on it, but <laughs> yeah, it was it was a fun game. I feel like I saw some good things, some things that need to be cleaned up a little bit, but things I think can be cleaned up. So in that sense, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I think, and I don't think Dan Campbell's happy with it, which also gives me some relief. But <laughs> um, should be good moving forward. Yep. Yep. And that that's pretty much all I got. I'll get back to listening and let somebody else get on. All right. Thanks, Kenyon. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, like Almond Ross St. Brown's not going to drop 32 passes this year. Do you think there's something about how uh, Goff is throwing the ball? <laughs> like like it's just too damn catchable? Right, like no one's used to that. <laughs> yeah, like uh, honestly, like I'm not going to sit here and say that throwing the ball super hard when the receiver's five yards away from you was a good idea, but that probably was a little bit overblown with Matthew Stafford. Like the Rams have not had drop issues. Yep. So maybe just we needed better receivers at that point. And there's been a lot of people saying, like, imagine Matthew Stafford in charge of this offense. And, like, honestly, in the first half, like, some of that play calling was not great. Yeah. Like, let's say, like, there was a lot of stuff where I was kind of going, like, did did we rehire Anthony Lynn? Like, what is happening here? We've gone away. Like, things were working, and then we stopped doing those things and went on to do something else. Like, it it wasn't just, like, keep punching him in the face until he's – stops you from punching him in the face. It was like, well, this punching in the face is working too well. I guess maybe we should try slapping a little. Yeah, a little slap fight. Hey, uh, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, it's uh, Grant. Uh, too many. Um, how you guys doing? <laughs> really well, really well. Grant yep. for the Kool-Aid, right? That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and as a proud member of Goff is the guy, I uh, just wanted to call in and, uh, and, and root for my guy here. Freaking four TDs after the pick six, played like crap in the first first half. But you know what? Goff's got freaking grit, man. He came in, freaking yep. threw, led the offense down, scored some points, and then Okuda is also. I want to shout out. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. you know, we we got some guys here. I think it's uh, it's going to be all right. Yeah. The first game, everyone told me in the Slack we're going to suck and we're not going to beat the Eagles. But somehow we bring down to the three points. So, 
anyway. And it was uh, fun to watch. Love to hear you guys' points on those two. Oh, dude, I'm freaking screaming. Everyone's <laughs> wondering, my wife's wondering, when am I going to get my, my husband back? I'm like, I got to call in first. Just relax, okay? 19 so, weeks, sweetie. 19 weeks. Right now, but <laughs> she's wonderful. Anyway, thanks, guys. Uh, love it. Love to hear about Goff and Okuda. And I'll uh, hang up here and go from there. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good one, brother. Yeah, like, Goff, man, it's, it's crazy. Like, he was as bad in the first half as I have ever seen a quarterback be. I, like, what it was, was it, it was nine like yards? Three for nine <laughs> completions, and he had 56 yards at halftime. Like, to put that in context, they gave the ball to DeAndre Swift eight times, and he had 92. So, so one, one thing, and there was one, there were some, I've seen too many drops, too many whiffs, that kind of stuff. Think about if you are the Philadelphia Eagles – we only had, we scored what twenty eight points in the second half. Think of how many blocks and whiffs that they should be cursing on. Yeah, they walked away with a win, but yep. we did a hell of a lot of damage to that team in the second half. Oh. And the, the adjustments, the the way they're looking, they they approach that, the grit, all the things they're talking about, the complete turnaround that Goff had not given up. Right, Goff was the guy, and he came back and gave it one hundred and ten percent. All kinds of drops from the wide receivers not helping them. You think about you know the 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 mental the headspace of a, a a quarterback when people you know you have a tough start now they're dropping your balls like crazy. Yep. And yep. these nuts. It's just it's just way way too easy <laughs> to give up in a, in a place like that. And then and they didn't. And 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 Goff didn't. And he had a heck of a second half despite the, the what happened. Um, opportunities here. Opportunities abound. This, this the, frankly. Yep. This team could have beat those Philadelphia Eagles. They could have done it. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and they could a couple have done it things. Yeah. Yeah, a couple little things from coaches and players. I mean, like, if the defense you called has Will Harris in one-on-one coverage deep against A.J. Brown, you called a bad defense. Like, that's not on Will Harris for not being able to pull that one off. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that is one of the five best wide receivers in the NFL against a guy who's in his first year playing corner uh, <laughs> like it, it just, you, you can't, that can't happen. You know what I mean? Like, and I know they're blitzing and trying to get pressure and that leaves the corner out there, but like not that corner on that guy, or you made a mistake. You know what I mean? Just a bunch of little stuff like that, where as the year goes, they're going to figure out who can and will be successful. Yep. If that makes sense in certain situations and right now, they're, they're just, still kind of throwing it against the wall and seeing what sticks. And like that first half, like the defense came out on fire. Yep. Was, I, I, I did not expect that in any way, shape or form. I guess by the time halftime hit, they had given up three touchdowns. Well, they gave so up two. We, the defense gave up two. Credit for half a game. Ooh. You know what I mean? Because like they didn't, they didn't get through the whole half. Well, one but, of them was a pick six though, and they only gave up two touchdowns. Yeah, really, that's true. That's to, true. To, I'm, and I'm, to I'm penalizing them for that. One being scored. And just everything, the whole narrative in the offseason in color. I'm going to get to you in one second. I got you here, but, uh, but um, the whole narrative of the offseason was that this is a team with no defense and the offense is going to have to carry the day. And it was 180 yep. degrees from that in the first half today. So um, let with me that get to Jared Goff didn't give up 38 points. No. Let me get to, uh, well, he gave up six of them. Uh, let me get to, <laughs> to the, uh, at that point, sorry, I have to do this. Um, at that point, their defense had more. 
yards than our you know uh, receiving yards than our entire offense together did. That was nuts. Yep. All right, uh, Jameson Hesse, thank you for the super chat on the fourth and one at the end of the game. If Hurt wasn't down because he was on those old line bodies, then the Lions stripped the ball immediately after he extended it, and it was the Lions' ball. They're going to say forward progress was stopped there. That yeah, one never wins. Every time. It's 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 no good. So that's that's yeah. what happened, and that's where I go. But thank you. Jameson, love you. Thanks for coming to the party again. Thanks for that super chat. Also, Loretto, how you doing, bro? More ref BS, and it's just always us. At least three intentional groundings, and so much more. Why are refs always a thing when the Lions play? Hertz has that sh- has that shit unlock, man. There was yeah. one I think that was super super questionable, but otherwise, he knows what he's doing, and he's he's yep. Aaron Rodgers level fucking you yeah. know, right inside the rules barely kind of stuff i don't know what this yeah like the, the first one it was two yards short when it went out of bounds but where it lands is what matters and by the time it hit the ground it was at the line of scrimmage yeah. and the one yes there was a receiver in the backfield blocking that's why that wasn't intentional grounding the guy was three yards away from where the ball hit yep. so it's like spirit of the rule complete garbage but by the letter of the law though those two at least were not intentional grounding i don't remember the third off the top of my head Yep. All right. Uh, caller, I've, I've been ha- held you online here. How you doing? How much you had to drink? And what's your name? Hey, Chris Ash. Uh, long time, first time. Drink about three tequilas. Nice. Uh, nice. Uh, what, what was your last question? Uh, what's your name and how much you had to drink? <laughs> Michael. Three tequilas, like I said. So I, I do have a question for you guys. I know uh, MCDC said in the press conference he called that timeout to end the half because he wants the ball back. I, I'm just not. I'm just not getting some of his clock management at this point. I mean, he, he had that. He had also, he called that timeout at the beginning of the second half, and that kind of ruined us having three timeouts at the end there. And then also that onside kick. There's something to be said about going into the half not being down two scores, and that's kind of where we ended up. Obviously, Will Harris on A.J. Brown did not help. But um, besides that, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm questioning a little bit of the, of the clock management here. I guess on that timeout, the question I have is this. Do you want him to play like his guys can't make the stop? I'd say because I want him to help them with the At that point, we're done. I, you know I, what I, I mean? His whole thing is yeah. you can be successful. That is what that call says is I am trusting you guys right now to make the stop and get us the ball back. Now, if you want to get on the players for not making the stop and not getting the ball back, I'd say that's a lot more questionable than calling that timeout. That's just me. Like the guys didn't get it done. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to call that timeout to try to get the ball back. The fact that your guys didn't make the stop there when they had actually been having a pretty good game up to that point is, is kind of like the result sucks. You know what I mean? But the process I think to get to that result was correct. It's an attacking process for sure. And it's just, it's just nonstop relentless attack and nonstop hip hop. Jump around. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, Go ahead. I, I get what you're saying, but it's like the the defense had allowed 24 points in that second quarter. Mm-hmm. They weren't exactly, you know, they, they were kind of firing all cylinders. It seems the you know the, uh, the Eagles offense. So it, it just seems a little bit odd to me. I, I understand wanting to give your defense a chance out there, but it, we could have gone in with just just being down by seven. Let's say who knows? I mean, they could have still scored, but. Yeah, and they probably would have, honestly. Like, I don't, I, I don't think in the end that play mattered. Okay, but I, I personally right, would call that timeout every single time. Yeah. Hey, Michael, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Just because of the sack. All right. Like specifically because of the sack. You know what I mean? Like we get him on like second and a whole bunch. 
right, that there's right. your opportunity, right? Sure. You know what I mean? Like just that all the specifics of that, I think that was absolutely the right call. Hey, caller, uh, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Sorry. What up, though? It's Mo from the Creek. Mo from on? the Creek. How you doing, up, man? Mo? It's been about it's been a minute. Uh, <laughs> I know. Happy uh, 2022 season. <laughs> I can't believe I was just sitting here before uh, we started the show thinking to myself, this is our eighth season covering this. This is nuts, man. But it's it's never as right. good as when Mo from the Creek's around. What do you got, bro? What's going on today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No pressure. I know. Well, I'm fixing my drink now, uh, but uh, I, I'm not too too mad about the loss because previous Lions teams, we down two scores. I'm expecting a blowout in the in the second half, but the way these boys fought to get us back in in three, I was like, I know people don't like the moral victories, but I like this. This is a different team. This this is I think Aaron Glenn will be in their ass uh coming, you know, next week, uh without the pick six and without the onside kick, I think we had a chance. So I can't blame Goff. He did get us down the field. Uh we got thirty five points. It's just, you know, you trying to draw up a game plan to hold hurts. It's like running quarterbacks are a threat to any team. You know, so that's a defensive coordinator's nightmare off jump. So I'm not too mad about this team. I think we're going to do good. It's a long season. And there will be 15 other teams starting 0-1. It's just a matter of how we go through the season. That's right. And, I mean, if, like, I, everyone says I'm, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid saying that I think this is a seven-win team this year, I, I you know, I have seven to nine wins. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm really kind of locked on that seven number. But we played a team that <laughs> right. is supposed to destroy us today. That was an absolute matchup nightmare for our our, our, our system, uh, the way, you know, the players, Sorry. the whole thing. And, and you know, we had a tough first, first half. There's no question about it. They scored a lot of points, but... We kind of talked about that. We knew other teams were going to score points, and it was we knew that it was up to our offense to win the games for us this year. And the defense played right. better than I thought because if you take away, you know, I, someone's mentioned 14 points that uh, Goff cost us. And I know the one pick six, mm-hmm. I, mean, I can't, I can't. But if it's 14, I mean, now all of a sudden that's a winnable game, right? If you if your offense doesn't uh, give right. up your points for you, that's it's interesting. It's interesting, and uh, I'll have to go back and watch. But that's what this show's all about: is those first reactions. What's your gut for what you just saw, right? Right, right. I I, I think we have a competitive team. I don't think it's the Lions of old. Like when teams see us on the schedule, I don't think teams are just automatically putting a W by our, our name. Yeah. I think I think the league knows that this is we own something different right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no question about it. It's it's I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a lot better actually after this game about this team than I was before this game even though we had a loss, if that makes sense. Right. Yep. Right, because the you know everybody like you said everybody got Philly going to the Super Bowl. Oh, they got the 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 top offensive line. They got this defense. They like you said people was expecting like last year a forty six forty four to six blowout again. You know, but I think we we kicked ass second half, and I think it's just gonna roll into the next game. Yeah, yeah, 
for real. All right. Hey, Mo, we're going to yeah, keep sure. rolling. With the, the phones are burning up, and I want to make sure we get everybody in. But um, thank yeah. you for calling in, man. I hope to talk to you every week. Yes, sir. All talk right. to you next week. All right. We'll see All you. Right. All Take right. Take care. See you, Mo. All right. Mo from the Creek. Got another one here. Let's see. Hey, caller, what's your name, and how much have you had to drink? Hello, caller? Hello? There you are. What's your name, and how much have you had to drink? Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Hey, it's Brian, and uh, probably too much. All right. That's what we love to hear. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't been listening the last couple of minutes because I've been trying to call in, but so I'm not sure exactly what you're on topic-wise. But I just wanted to call in and really just talk about the game, but also, like, the, the fans, man. Um, reading, the, uh, reading the comments on the subreddit, it's it's kind of infuriating. Not don't. really. Uh, <laughs> I really don't think people understand football. Like in the NFL, in my opinion, there's what between ten and fifteen plays that make a good team, like separate a bad team from a good team during the game because, like, on offense and defense. And some of the some of the comments, like when uh, um, the Eagles ran in that QB sneak, I think it was in the first quarter, maybe second, and someone posted like, "Oh, that's too easy." Like, yeah, that happens at every single NFL game throughout the, the day. Like, there are defenses that don't touch the quarterback on a QB sneak. And I, I, feel, I feel like people don't manage their expectations with this team. There have been a lot of good things, obviously a lot of bad things, too, with, uh, you know, time management and all that stuff that we've been talking about. But, man, there, we knew what this team was. So when we don't stop them on third down and we miss a tackle, like, yeah, that's one of the 15 plays during the game that separates a really good team from a bad team. And that's what you got to clean up. So with these people complaining about like our, our performance, everything that we knew was going to happen had happened. And I think even more so like we, I think we did better than what we should have expected. I feel like the game was pretty good, but man, these fans and like they're nitpicking on certain like plays, like they're, they're putting a microscope on certain things that literally happens to every single team. The Super Bowl winners this year will have plays where the QB, you know, the QB sneak against them and the defense doesn't touch them. That will happen. And I just don't understand how people watch football for 10, 15, 20 years and don't understand that, yeah, that's the fucking game. Well, Excuse my language. The, 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 the fact, like, think about it. And, and this is the thing that none of the Lions fans of the kind you're talking are saying. The Lions hung 35 points on a really, really good Eagles defense. They played like yes, crap. They did. Yeah. Their defense played like crap, but nobody's going to say that, right? We're talking about drops and other stuff. We hung 35 points on that team. That's a lot of points. Didn't win. Didn't win, right? Joe still Burrow more to do. personally turned the ball over six times today. <laughs> it's crazy. Exactly. You know yeah. what? Every like player in happen. the league has bad days. And honestly, Jared Goff threw for, what, 250 yards, two touchdowns, one interception in the end? Yeah, like, for a whole half, he sucked. But he was just as good in the second half as he was bad in the first half. You know, even in the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet in the universe, there were people in there going, like, every single time he didn't complete a pass, like, it was the end of the world. Like, Peyton Manning missed passes, man. You know what I mean? Like everybody, like 100% efficiency is not possible. Like there is no perpetual motion machine in football. Like there are always going to be these plays. And I think 15 is too many to be blunt. It's four or five plays in an entire game 
that right. determined the difference between a three score loss and a win. You know, like that, that's, that's, that's just football, man. That's the beauty of this game. That's why they call it a agree. game of inches because it just like on the tip, on the tip of a spinning top is, is, is every single game in this league. Like the phrase, any given Sunday, just it, it, it encapsulates the entire thing. Like they, they were a moment away from winning this game, man. You know, like it, it's Agreed, like one yeah. moment at any point in four quarters <laughs> <laughs> away from winning yeah. this game. Like it's, this is not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like if this game makes you turn SOL cause the season's over, like, just go away. Leave me alone. Don't go anywhere I go. Don't talk to any people I know. I don't want yeah. to hear about it. <laughs> and one of the biggest examples of people not realizing that the defense, any defense, is going to give up points. And yep. reading the first quarter comments about our defense, people are like, oh, this defense is terrible. It's like they're going to give up yards. They're going to give up points. That is what defense is. It will happen. You could be the number <laughs> one defense in the NFL. You're going to get scored on. Like, <laughs> I don't know what people are, are – are, smoking but man because i feel like i mean defense isn't right there where it needs to be but that's because we know what it is we know what players we have and all that stuff but man like rodrigo he's showing out and you know the defensive line like there's some issues but man i think i feel like they did pretty good other than contain with the qb like that stuff is what's going to be coached out hopefully but that is what (laughs) is going to happen with our team because we're not going to the super bowl that is what we are i don't know ah uh, these fans, though, man, they, they frustrate me more than the Lions do. I'm going to be honest. Well, I'm, I, but, you know, to, to carry the logic, to extend it, obviously last year's Super Bowl was a was a complete sham because both of those teams lost in the first week of the year. They weren't that good, right? <laughs> it's, it's the same yep. if you fall back to this SOL world. If you, you know, if you just look at this, it's any given Sunday is a real thing. Teams beat teams. There's things called upsets. That's why they play the games. You have a Lions team that just two years ago lost the only real player it had in Matthew Stafford on the on the roster and was a complete tire fire in a dumpster. I mean, it, it, it was as bad as it could have been with Patricia leaving and so on. You've got the best of all worlds here with a team that's competing against teams that are going to make a, run, a deep run into the playoffs. I, I and, and we're only going to get better. I, the, the thing about this team and the way they work is they're going to continue to improve and find out what works. And just like the changes you saw between the first and the second half this year, you're going to see more of that from game to game with this team. It's going to be and, and, and I'll get to the point where I think, you know, I think next year is the year this team really makes a run. It makes a sh- gets a shot in the playoffs and starts doing their thing. I don't know that this year they're, they're, they get to the playoffs. So they do. I love that ride. But. I know, it, you know, if you're honest with yourself about where you, this team probably is and what we're doing and where we are in the rebuild, this is a lot of really fun football to watch. And you can, if you want, you know, if it's if you don't like it and it, it gets you down, there's plenty of film out there from the Patricia years. You can go watch that if that's your cup of tea. But this is a, a Lions team that, for the first time and as long as I can remember, has true proven upward trajectory. And they, again, you can walk away from a loss if the if we lose to the Rams by a. a a, a field goal last year in in December, right? Do we take that away? I mean, everyone walked away from that the victory in Green Bay. Well, we beat them in the first half. We beat their ones in the first half, right? Why is it that this loss we can't look at it and say, "Wow, they beat us by thirty eight points last year, and this year they only beat us by three. That's a real improvement. This team is heading in the right direction. That's just kind of where my head's at with it. So, all kinds of ways. Yeah, I agree, guys, and I'll uh, I'll let you. Uh... 
let you go. One last point. You said, you know, we're going to get better, and that's true. But I guarantee we're going to lose by more than three points at some point in the season, too. Yep. doesn't mean we're not getting better. No. People need to manage their expectations. Yeah. I mean, right, it, you, yeah. You, thank you, man. Thanks for calling. You got to think, man. You look at the uh, the Rams. Are they are they completely done because that game on Thursday? Is it over for them because they lost by, what was it, a fucking million points? It's crazy. Yeah. Hey, caller. Oh, wait. Sorry. I got to do this right if I want to do it. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do. Okay. Hey, hey, caller, what's Uh-oh. your name? How much have you had to drink? I've had two. <laughs> Hello? Caller? Hey, uh, doing great. How about you? I put it in a super chat, but I forgot to actually enter my text before I uh, hit send on the super chat, but... Uh, I, I thought today the um, most encouraging thing I saw was DeAndre Swift's playmaking ability. Like he had a he had a play up the uh, he had a, a run play left where he dodged a couple of tackles, did a spin move, and almost scored a touchdown. And I think if you're an opposing defense, you are terrified of DeAndre Swift. You know, not only not only you know I thought he did a great job of running out the middle uh, today and. Uh, but you know, even more so, like he's still dangerous in the passing game. He didn't he didn't have a great day in the passing game today. But I think if you're you know, I think opposing defenses are going to be pretty scared of this line's offense. Yeah, I, that Swift out there was money, and there was a moment. And for you know, I think everyone listening has probably watched the Hard Knocks. But uh, the 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 question about Deuce and how hard he was riding Swift, and Swift really looking hurt, like like it, it cut him deep. They're on the, they, they had a quick shot in the sideline today with Deuce to, to uh, Swift. Tell him how damn – he was like, yep, uh-huh, that looked real good. He was super yep. happy about what he did, and, and, and Swift was lit up, right? He was just super – he and, – and I throw back to that, that quote, you know, or the line when, when Deuce was, was cutting on him and saying, you got to go back, back to – you got to cut it back to the inside. You got to get between the tackles. And, you know, yep. Swift is taking some crap about that, probably righteously – you know, rightfully so. And um, he did it today. And boy, did it work. Was Deuce right? I mean, you got to talk about a player who has all the data now to trust his coach. He gashed that team. He looked awesome. 100%. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. You can coach hard, but you have to be right. And it has to show up immediately. And it would be very difficult for anybody to say that that isn't what we saw today. Like Swift got two yards from the offensive line and then took it for 30. You know what I mean? Like just get past like the, the guys who are trying to tackle you after you get those first two yards are a lot lighter and a lot smaller than the guys who are trying to tackle you before you get them. You know what I mean? Like one of those big guys up front gets a hold of you. You're done. Linebacker gets a hold of you. Maybe, you know, maybe you can spin off that safety gets a hold of you and just throw them on the ground and keep going, man. <laughs> you know? That was great. That was great. I think the, Go ahead. I think the Lions are going to have some. They're going to have some games this year. I think where they mow down a couple of opponents. There's going to be a couple of opponents that they beat by 20 points. I think. I think this is a team that is capable of scoring over 30 points consistently, and they're going to have some. They're going to have a couple of games. I think where they put it all together on defense, and you know maybe they get a takeaway or two, and they 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 maul some teams. So. I'm still picking eight wins for this team, but, you know, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid every day. I love it, man. I love it. Sip, sip, brother. Sip, sip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't overdo it. All right, it. man. Take care. All right, brother. Be good. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. All right. That's cool. Also, I have to point out we didn't miss a super chat. Loretto paid $2 to point out that I said the tip. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I had this one ready These nuts. when you said that, but <laughs> we went on to something else. So uh, let's see. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Here Caller, we go. If you could turn down the audio in the background, I see that it's Scott. How much have you had to drink, Scott? Uh, I can't drink because I'm a Lions fan. I, I don't want to become an alcoholic. <laughs> I got oh, you. Brother, that's the Coke Zero <laughs> on my end. <laughs> so what I'm calling about is, I, I've been a Lions fan for a long time, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love today's game. I I see a great a great improvement, but I go on Twitter, and it seems like everybody and their uncle is mad as hell about this game. We're supposed to get blown out, and we only lost by three points. It's the defense played really good. Uh, Hutch was putting pressure on the quarterback almost every play. He didn't get any sacks, but it's a mobile quarterback. Like, he's not a bust. Like, uh, the Twitter is like he's a bust. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, no intelligence what? filter on social media. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, it's I, – I can't – the one thing I've learned quick in doing this is to – um, not just completely discard other people's opinions, but don't take them too seriously. Um, I, I can't, I, I really can't get worked up by people, even like every now and then I'll get on a little, a little back and forth with somebody on Twitter and it just, I laugh, I laugh and laugh and laugh every time. And it winds, you know, it always winds up being a, a, a you know, a schoolyard third grade. No, you have a blue nose or some stupid shit. Like it's always yeah. just dumb. Um, but I just like to see how far people go sometimes and how far I can take them. I I'm very it. encouraged with the team. <laughs> I am too. I'm very encouraged. I like am this, too. This, this, me, everybody in their uncle thought we were going to get blown out. This mm-hmm. was, this went right down the wire. I mean, how can you not be happy with this team after last season? Yeah. I'm really excited this to, hear, to, to, to talk to Riz about it because he thought this was going to be an absolute blowout. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Lions covered the spread on this one, and the spread was ludicrously small. Yeah, given all the scuttlebutt about both teams, like in uh, was I, it four I points? Would have been pounding Eagles all day at three and a half points, <laughs> <laughs> like just free money is what I would have called Eagles at Eagles at three and a half points. I ended up being wrong, you know. I bet. I bet yeah. the money line. Uh, and I lost. <sighs> I was hoping for that win. So I'm man. very encouraged. I'm very <laughs> encouraged. I did pro yeah, line in Canada. Uh, eight games, and I think I lost on like at least six of them so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe may the may, maybe may the degenerate gods be with you. <laughs> There's a reason the rich people in Vegas aren't the customers. That's all I'll say. They know what they're doing, uh, man. Hey, uh, so, uh, hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. Go Lions! Go Lions! <laughs> thanks for calling. Thanks, brother. Scott. Appreciate it, man. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. We I did it. say scuttlebutt, Magnus. Scuttlebutt, English Magnus. degree, English degree. Wow. Well, I don't think scuttlebutt Magnus is our <laughs> caller's name. Hey, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? <laughs> hey, hey, what's happening? Lamont from Jersey, Gulf's hey. biggest fan. How you um, doing, man? It's been a little bit. I'm good. I'm good. How you guys doing? I'm watching the Minnesota Vikings kind of surgically excising the soul of the Packers right now. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if A-Rod going to own the division and Christian Watson, the rap coming out of him was that he drops the ball and he dropped a wide open touchdown. So hopefully that won't signify his whole career, but he dropped a touchdown. <laughs> uh, I wonder if A-Rod goes back to him. 
But getting back to the game, um, two things. Golf played a, a good game, not great, not bad, just, you know, a good game. The drops, first game in the season, I'm going to attribute it to that. I'm not paying T.J. Hawkinson. He can't block, and he doesn't seem to be a difference maker out there. I know it's, it's still early, but if I had the bet, I wouldn't pay him top tight end money. Um, also what I see from him, his injury history, and he just hasn't made um, that big of a difference. And Levi and Pascal, Pascal, yeah, they're yeah. missed. We need those guys on the D-line. Like we need, I know Philly is, is different because they run heavy, but we're going to need those guys. Levi, I'm not sure. The rookie, hopefully we can see him and um, he can help make a difference because Hutch is there. Hutch, Hutch is going to be special. He is there. He is just missing. He is going to be special. So, And the secondary, I think our secondary played well. Um, Okuda shut down the, the, um, Devontae Smith, um, which is impressive, even though that might go to the quarterback being a one-read quarterback right now and not being able to go to a second read, but Okuda played well. So I'm encouraged. Um, Washington won, so they're feeling themselves. So it should be a good game next week. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Your golf fandom, I have to tell you, Leading into this season, I mean, I would have, I would have said there's a lot of egg on your face after the first half of the game today, right? But what we that was saw, a tough watch, man. Yeah, because everything I saw in training camp, and then what I heard from the guys that were there after, and I just, I just saw yeah. a guy who, with these weapons this year, was was the guy. You know, golf was. You just needed more live reps, like not yeah. playing him in the pre. I don't know how you could look at what just happened today oh, and not point. say that only playing him for like 12 snaps in the preseason wasn't a terrible idea. Like these are the snaps that give your quarterback an opportunity to just kind of see, okay, live fire. How are things going to actually go? Because even in a scrimmage, they can't hit you. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, the season's over yeah. if he gets hurt. So you want to be a little bit careful, but like, it took them 20 snaps to get where this was an offense. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. If, if I'm kind of okay with them not playing in preseason though. Um, the injury, the risk of injury is just too high. I understand like the reps help, but I'm good with it. So hopefully this knocked the rust off. I don't know what the wide receivers are doing, dropping all those passes, but um, yeah, golf is going to be fun. He's going to be a really good quarterback this year. I do want to see more play action, especially with Swift running the way he does. I, I want to see more play action. Yeah, yeah. It, well, and I think Swift's success today and Williams' success today is going to help us deliver a lot of play action. I, I, next week, I think, is going to be a, a really fun game to watch because the only film anyone has on this offense is this week. And knowing the, the the Ben Johnson and Dan Campbell minds, that's not what they're going to see next week. I just no. I just know that it's not what they're going to see next week, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun because the commodes really are uh, a team in in you know in a, in a bad way. So we have a real shot here, a real shot here against them. And uh, well, I think we're going to win, but I think we have a real shot to have a hell of a lot, good game and a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think next week we I don't know if we'll be favored, but uh they they it should be a good good win. Yeah. And uh those no those no look passes don't look so good when they ten yards over the wide receiver head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. All right. 
I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go, my man. We got uh, the phones are still burning up, and um, we got to keep going. But thank you, sir, sir, for calling. Don't don't stop because yeah. it's it's gonna be a fun year to talk about uh, golf this year and see what we where we end up with. Yes, indeed. Have a good day, sir. All right, you too, man. We'll see you. All right. Yeah, on his last point there, like there is no coach in the world that coaches no look passes. Yeah. Confusing yeah. results with good process is a mistake a lot of people make in a lot of different fields. Yep. Uh, and that's that's what I'd say about a lot of the things that just didn't work out today. Uh, DCP one, what did Goff do that was bad besides the pick? Well, the pick was the worst, right? But the first half he was three for nine with yeah. with or th- yeah three for nine with six yards, I believe it was something like that. Uh, it yeah. was the first half he was just missing people like the, there were a crazy. couple drops in the first half too yep yep and then they tended to be the ones where he did hit a guy a little bit farther downfield but yeah it uh that first half was the worst half of football i have ever watched a quarterback play of course i wasn't watching joe burrow today who had three picks in the first half yeah yeah <laughs> which if you're going to judge an entire season on one half of football i got nothing to say to you well, you, know? you know the Bengals aren't making it back <laughs> all right we got a caller Hey, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Say hi to the kids for me. Hey, guys, this is Brandon Kerr from Midland, Michigan, and I am watching my six-month-old and two-and-a-half-year-old, so not enough to drink. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, man. I got you. How's it going out there? It's going, brother. So check this out. I'm actually not that down on what Goff did in the first half. I know everyone's like, you know, you guys can say he had terrible stats, and of course he did. The stats suck. But at the same time, I don't think it was all his fault. He only missed a couple throws. But if you look like Chark, he blew a he blew a hot read. I'll I'll say it was probably his fault on the Hawkinson um, uh, play where he ended up throwing the interception, which was lucky he got it on a tip. I really don't think he was that bad. He only wasn't really missing his receivers by that much. So, I mean, and he came back in the second half. I think it was pretty encouraging, the whole damn thing. The second, yep. the defense was a little scary as far as, like, like everyone's fears with the RPO. Oh, yeah, they suck at that. It, but that's hard. You know, your, your guys go full throttle, and they miss them. I mean, how many times were they, like, so close? And you just couldn't get that extra hand on them, you know. They were just a couple, you know, a foot away from sacking. So I don't know. I'm not that encouraged. I'm actually pretty pumped. I thought that was a hell of a game the way it came out. I'll go with it. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, on the pick six, Hawkinson <laughs> made the right read. You know what I mean? Like that was that was 100 on Jared Goff. If Hawkinson goes that way, he has a concussion and he's out for the rest of the season because that corner decletes him when he tries to catch that ball. Like there, there's no way that what but Hawkinson think, did was wrong and where Jared Goff threw the ball was but right. But if Goff didn't throw that ball right then and there, he was going to get a concussion. He was about to get smoked. Yeah. So, yeah. Like even even on the sideline, you saw Hawkinson he, go up to enough- go up to MCDC and he was he was beaking something and and. Basically, the head coach confirmed that uh, Hawkinson was right. You could lip read there. He was like, "Yeah, I know." Well, you know, like it's it's uh, that's, it that's that is what he said. Was. It was very clear that right after that play, Hawkinson's like, "Man, what do you want me to do? Like, I <laughs> should I just go die like out on the shield like a Spartan?" Right? You know? Like, no. I think it was one of those you deals. Know? Though, if they would have had another step or two from that defense that was about to sack Goff. I think Goff probably would have made the right read, but it was just bang, bang, right? I mean, he's making the move. 
right at the same time as Goff's about to get sacked. That's a that's a pretty lose lose situation for Goff. Hundred so, I mean, like, and every quarterback not, makes mistakes. In I'm not too upset like about that. it. That's that's how you beat Brady is by getting pressure. Yeah, quick, no one wants you to know, do like this. knocked out. Well, we know how good Brady is. I mean, come on. All you got to do is get pressure on him quick, and he, he folds. Uh, um, yeah, no, that's it's 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 you know one measure. I'm I'm I was frustrated with Goff through the first the first half of the game, and uh, I wasn't seeing any kind of adjustment. It was uh, just a lot of the same. It felt very three and out, three and out, three and out, miss, miss, miss. A uh, couple runs, right, and that was all great, but it was. It was I was I was kind of really bummed for what I was looking at for a season. You know, I mean that's where my head was going. I was falling into that that Lions fan confirmation bias place. But what they did in the second half, man, I mean, it's as good for I think it's as good for them as it is for the fans. How that how that game wound up turning out and, and that they were actually in it at the end like that. Um, yeah, I, told, I, I understand how you feel that way, but I was more upset with the receivers. I just didn't yeah. think they were doing enough. No, no, they I were mean, dropping hell, like crazy. Tomlin dropped, Chart dropped, Jamal dropped. It was like, oh my god, you guys are just hanging poor Goff out here to dry. I mean, I mean, look, we know he's not, he's not he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to carry the team. But man, you can't just like you know, you, you just can't take the win out of the sales like that. It was just, and you can see he was just sitting there, just looking at it like, damn. <laughs> well, one thing I know is that uh, Rodrigo, we we, we got to get some Rodrigo jerseys out there. We got to make that the number one selling Lions jersey. And how do you do that? Go to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get yourself some jerseys. They give us a couple pennies out of that sale. Fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Get your Rodrigo jersey or even get Quadrigo and uh, show off them gams on the way. Fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Hey, thanks, caller, for letting me use you for that. <laughs> You were, you were fully abused. I'm glad I could be observant. <laughs> Such a corporate shill. Next time I call, I'll make sure I do the plug for you. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, brother. We're going to get rolling. We're going to keep Don't going. Go ahead, everybody. <laughs> cool, brother. Appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Kids saying bye and everything. What a good go. Yep. Uh, Goff was a little uh, too locked in in the first, not seeing people running open. Sometimes I wonder if he sees the whole field. It's definitely easy when we're watching it on TV for sure. Yep. And that's the one thing, like, a lot of times they'll bring the camera down to field level and you hear just un- unanimously people screaming, this sucks, I can't see what's going on, right? It's like, that's what the yep. players are seeing. Right? It's a yeah, whole literally different- the only reason we don't get Madden cam for every game is because fans lost their mind because they couldn't tell what was going on. So when we're beacon off about these quarterbacks sucking, yada, 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 just keep that in mind that like we literally, we even had like a top, you know, three quarter high view. Yeah. And people just couldn't deal with having the camera move across the screen and pan and scan and like it, it just like we need to get over ourselves. It was one half of bad football. I was and uh, oh. as has been pointed out, there were drops. So like if those two drops don't go, he's probably five of for nine for ninety eight yards at halftime. Yep. Yep. Just based on where they happened and what was going on, because man, that that chark one was going a long way and same with the Josh Reynolds one at the end like was it a perfect throw no but an NFL receiver makes that catch and scores <laughs> you know what I mean yep. that's the job yep. is to catch the slightly imperfect ball and keep running into the end zone to win the game yep but well, yeah 
You I'll know, see. like it just it is what it is. We'll see this. The Packers are a fraud because Aaron Rodgers isn't carrying the team anymore. Two minutes to go, ten nothing. The Vikings are winning right now. Um, let's see. Lions gear link in the details is dead. Oh God. Okay, thanks. I'll fix that. Just go to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Uh, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Trip from the most intelligent Slack channel on planet Earth. Uh, and I am absolutely obliterating tequila, Chris. How about you? Oh my God, I, I'm working on. I'm just crushing some Bud Lights here. I'm keeping it light. I gotta. I gotta drive. No, I'm just joking. I don't drive a drink. Um, <laughs> I've got to cook dinner and clean everything <laughs> up because get ready for my wife to come home from dropping my son off. So I gotta keep somewhat. A lot, lot easier to. Lot easier to clean with a few more drinks than you, Chris. That may be the case. I may have to go to the tequila. What kind of tequila are we drinking? <laughs> um, the important question. Great question. I could get the name for you. Uh, let's walk over to the bar, shall we? Oh. Uh, single well, estate tequila ocho. Never heard of it, but uh, here we are. Uh, is it good? I think uh, it's actually very good. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm appreciating it. My buddy brought it over for the game, um, nice. and he left in the early first qu- fourth quarter because that's what non-real fans do. Oh, they give my. up early. So, yep. Um, it is what it is. Um, I think an important message that no one has really touched on, at least um, in depth in Lions Land, is really uh, outside of that one play. Jeff Okuda looked really good today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Absolutely. The less you hear that man's name, the better he is playing. Yes. I was really, honestly, beyond anything else, I was just happy to see he had that one play where he kind of got spun around a bit. But I'd love to get your guys' opinion. Big fan of the show obviously in the Slack channel, things like that. But um, I just thought uh, overall Jeff Okuda really could not have asked for a better start to the season for him. Yeah, I agree. I And, and that's one of the things, I mean, he was on Devontae Smith most of the day who had all of zero co- yeah. catches. He, he was their first round pick last year, right? Yes. So he's yeah, supposed yeah. to be a pretty good mm-hmm. wide receiver, I hear. He's, he's got some skills. Okay. Yeah, no, not like like you said, Ash. Not hearing his name was great. I was so happy with Okuda's performance today. Um, if he gives up sixteen catches, he's an All Pro corner. Like like just straight up, there is no no debate. You know what I mean? And I'm not expecting that for an entire season, but like the expectations that people put on this kid because of where he was drafted were just insane. Yeah. And like I know I was alone, but I was never on that. Like I never I never saw what put him on that pedestal. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, like he's a good corner prospect, and this isn't a great draft. But like, uh, what are what are we what are we thinking here? <laughs> you know, but like he he played exceptionally well today because yeah, that Devonte Smith that's a tough draw. Even as a rookie, that guy was one of the three rookies who had better seasons than Alvin Ross A. Brown. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, we all know how good of a season that guy had, and we closed it out. You know what I mean? And yep. like. There were three guys who maybe deserved to be drafted higher than him, and Okuda shot one of those guys down today. Yeah. So I got no complaints. Yep. Um, really quick, I haven't. Yeah. Heard, oh, go ahead. Really quick, I haven't heard you guys talk about the miscommunication. Most of Goff's bad throws were places he expected receivers to be. Someone was on the wrong page of the playbook. Dreamweaver, I want to give you credit because that's so right. I mean, hadn't the cough more reps? Point. Cough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's such a great point. It's it's yeah going to be better next 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 week. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. All the all the bad things are fixable. Well, like there was no, yeah, the talent disparity was not the issue today, as it was so many times last year, where you're just like they they threw everything and the kitchen sink out there and just like 
just couldn't do it. You know, they were like just such a sad sack team sometimes last year where you're like, you can't ask the coaches to do more. You can't ask the players to do more than they did today. Like, this is what they have. Yeah. You know, whereas today you're looking at it and you're looking at all of the lost opportunities. Those four, like there were 15 to 20 snaps where they could have made those four plays that would have made this game a victory. You know what I mean? It's not just, there are not only four plays where who knows what could happen. It's a 50-50 thing every time. There there, there are probably 20 snaps where somebody did something stupid and that's why they lost today. And that is infinitely fixable and it comes with experience. And I'm not super concerned about the entire season based on one loss to a team that was a playoff team last year and won a game against us by over 30 points. Oh, there you go. I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate you guys taking my call, Chris. You're the man. I think you said it in the Slack, and it was a great point. Uh, Golf, my point, Golf, he looked like a guy who needed a little bit of run in preseason. But with that being said, him and Shark, I think it's going to be a very real connection. I think you saw glimpses of it, but there was some rust involved because, really, there's been no game action between the two. I think you get the right amount of game action. That, too, is going to be a deadly pair. Looking forward to the season. Chris, you kind of touched on it. I think with, with the more talent added, this team, they look like a team with the right amount of talent. They're going to go places. So we're a year or two away, Chris. You've, you've harped on that for a long time. But uh, looking forward to it, and I appreciate you guys taking my call. Awesome. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Yeah, that uh, golf chark connection should be going just in time for Jameis Williams to come in and start dropping balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be nuts. Yeah, that's the pessimistic part of my brain. I, I try not to let flex too often. But <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like even even Josh Reynolds today dropped one. You know what I mean? And that is that is his safety blanket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that's there is no player on this team he trusts more than that guy. Like Amon Ross St. Brown dropped two balls today. They had a pretty sweet connection going at the end of last season. You know, like there, it's it, it is just an overall whatever they needed to do to get ready for the first half they did not do. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, I love our coaching staff to death. This is my favorite coaching staff we have ever had by a million miles. And it's not just because of hard knocks. It's literally everything about the staff. Like, I wrote an article about Dan Campbell a few days before they interviewed him going like, this would be a really cool guy that maybe we could pick up as a head coach. You know, like, it's super interesting that I've heard they're considering talking to this dude. (laughs) Um, He's everything Patricia said he was. (laughs) (laughs) He actually is what Patricia said. You know, like, he he actually is that guy. (laughs) And maybe that, like, the concept was good. We just didn't get the execution on the last set of guys. And we don't really need to do a complete 180 degree turn because what they said was right. Yep. And then just what they did was garbage. Yep. And, and we're getting the complete opposite on that. And that is another reason that I have absolutely no doubt that all of those little mistakes we saw today are going to disappear and quickly. Yep. All right. Um, can you talk about the team flags? Do you think it was too many flags somewhere near the average for the first week? Um, I'm going to say, and we'll talk about one in particular because Ash and I have differing opinions on it. Um, I think the flags Logan were... Stenberg did not take the job today, I guess. I'll, I'll say that one. Uh, like, the running game died on the right side, and that, that's just facts. Like, that's why like, they were running Jamal Williams on the right side and DeAndre Swift on the left for the whole game. Yeah. And you see the difference between almost 10 yards of carry and two and a half. You know what I mean? Like, there was there was nowhere for Williams to go. That that wasn't on him. Yep. All right, hold on really quick. Caller, what's your name? How much have you had oh. to drink? 
Yeah, hi, okay. this is Todd. Hey, Todd. I uh, had a couple cocktails at this point. Oh, good, good. Anything, what, what kind of cocktails? Anything delicious and going to make me... Well, you know, it's actually been a couple different ones. We had oh, okay. A couple beers early on, Chris, and we moved into a couple stronger cocktails because it's pretty, pretty stressful, as you know. I've heard <laughs> as I hold but, up my uh, bottle of Jägermeister. Yeah, I wanted, to pop, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to pop on. I wanted to say, first off, good for the team for fighting. Um, yeah. Jared looked terrible at the beginning, but he did a good job. He fought back. Um, and, you know, obviously the run game is what we want to see. Stenberg came up there. He played pretty well. What I want to ask you guys, though, question-wise, um, it's actually a little bit different than just the game of quarterback-wise. We talk a lot about if Jared Goff isn't the guy, then we want to get a high draft pick. But do you really think actually a high draft pick quarterback-wise is really what we want? Because if you look at it, all the best quarterbacks in the league right now, they weren't high draft picks. I mean, some of them were, but mm-hmm. a lot of them necessarily weren't. So I think the best point for our team is to fight and just win games, and then you yeah. figure out who you're going to get when you get a quarterback later on. Always. I'll tell you, this is where I'm at. I, I think taking a quarterback in the draft this year or last year would have been a bad move. I just think it was. It would have been, even if because even if you got your guy, you the capital you spent yep. is going to delay you at least another year in your in your rebuild. It's just it's just the way it's going to be. Now, yep. people right. also say, well, you got you know wait till you're ready. And, and get your quarterback. Well, I'm not, I just right now where this Lions team is, I'm at the, if your guy shows up, you get That's him. That's where now. you should always be. You, you, that is where you should always be. I don't know. Two guy, years ago. Take that guy. But two years but there ago. There has to be a guy. And there the isn't always a guy. Well, and I'm just, never the guy. You look at the best quarterbacks in the league right now. All of them are drafted in the late first or second, third round. Like these guys aren't. It's never the. It's just not a sure thing. So you know, the, the sure thing isn't out there. There's so a couple of things. Why not though, go fight and win, try to win games? There's a couple of things, and people get caught up in the idea of well, every year there's the guy the guy is there and you're right there's the most of the quarterbacks go in late mm-hmm. rounds but everyone keeps saying oh yeah they got to get the you know the guy the guy the guy you know trevor lawrence was the guy well the jags got the guy and and this is where they are is he going to be what great he very well could be but we don't know and you will have to see the jags have a whole lot of work to do to, before they can kind of prop up and see what they really have mm-hmm. in, in him but the idea is people like focus in on just the one year and say the best quarterback there is now the guy he has to be the guy and people don't think of it in, on the continuum of multiple mm-hmm. seasons and careers yeah you've got a the guy right now in golf he's you know i'll just say he's number 15 right. in the league he's he's dead nuts in the middle of quarterbacks in the league okay cool how are you going to prove of that because that's what you got to do otherwise you're going backwards right you the matt patricia school would have exactly. you draft somebody you who's n- about the quarterback yeah, yeah. you find your I think, guy I think they fight it from the lines out and they i think i think they're on the right track that's what i wanted to say i like the way that the line looked i like the way the running game looked and i think the if anyone's thinking we should lose games to try to get a quarterback i think they're out of their mind that's all the other side of it is is i don't know that you draft your quarterback to get your quarterback because that is one it's hell of no a lottery sense. You know what I mean? And you're look at look the Rams got their quarterback out of a trade, right? You see a lot of teams move. You saw Russ Wilson move uh, on a trade. There's there's opportunities. I think there's more, can, the opportunities are going to continue in the NFL. I mean, I'm not going to go into the hit rate on trading multiple first round picks for a starting quarterback is significantly higher yeah. than drafting them. Yeah, yeah. It, and the you value. Know, like I mean, Carson Wentz is the only miss I've seen on that one. You know what I mean? People talk about the value chart and all that, but what's the value of of having a great quarterback for his career? 
if I sign, if I give away three first round picks, it's going to take me that many to draft one that might be that good, right? Yep. Or maybe I get a better one, maybe, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot more certainty though in that, and you can get from a value perspective and a hit percentage, right? You can do a heck of a lot better doing something like that. I mean, look at the the Bears yeah. with Biscuit, right? They they passed on Mahomes to draft Biscuit. Now we all laughed, right? Because yeah. because we do yeah. was up at the time, but didn't know that Mahomes was going to be that good. But it's like, yeah, yeah, you don't have to throw to half the field. It's not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, they won today. Well, I think I'll take pretty well. How many, so. how many intentional groundings did they miss on Jalen Hurts today? Mm. There I, had to be at least two intentional groundings they missed on him. One for sure that I saw. I think the first two were not intentional ground. That double hand chest pass. That, there's no way that guy by the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. other one, he threw it. For, he threw it straight into the ground. Yeah, but the and running back was right there, making a block, which technically, like, it's by spirit of the law, three intentional grounding calls oh. by the letter of the law. I feel like spirit of the law should say that's not. Isn't he trying to actually ground the ball? Yeah. No, he's but a, if the he's guy's a, right a there, it doesn't a, matter. You can spike yeah. it if there's a running yeah, back right You're beside right. you. You're right, right. right. Yeah. You're right. I know, but it's frustrating. Frustrating in the left. Yeah, Nothing it sucks. Nothing more frustrating than playing that, that scrambly quarterback. Man, he's frustrating. Here's, here's yeah. the thing. Because there's no way he knew that running back was there, and that's why he threw it in the dirt. That's not – no. Here's how you fix Absolutely it, though, not. in my mind. The quarterback, once he's out of the pocket – Outside the tackles, he's a runner. End of story. The the special protection rules are gone. Yeah, that's the way. That's how you fix that. Yeah, exactly. Fix it. <laughs> Agreed. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> All right, yeah. brother. Oh yeah, Alrighty, guys. Lamar Jackson. You guys have a good one. All right, you too. Thanks, stuff for coming. We'll get him next week. Yeah, you bet we will. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Lamar Jackson might be available yeah. next year. Yeah. Uh, there is also a real possibility that if Joe Burrow plays chicken with the Bengals, they end up having to do something there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. in terms of will there be more guys available going forward if Goff isn't the dude? And I mean, when we are talking about whether or not Goff is the dude, let's remember that if he does what he did today for the rest of this entire season, that is about 3,500 yards with 34 touchdowns and 17 interceptions, which the, the picks are not great. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you don't love that pick number. But that's that's a pretty mid-tier overall season, to, to be honest. Like it's it's not awesome, but it's not the worst thing that could happen this year. D- D- Dave Griffiths drafting a quarterback to replace golf is like that episode of Family Guy where Peter has the choice between the boat or the mystery box, and he takes the mystery box because it could be a boat. <laughs> yep, that's exactly. And most of the, most of the time, you're excited about what's in the box when what you should really be doing is what Brad Pitt did at the end of Seven when he was questioning what was in the box. Yeah. Yep. That's where, yeah. Deep cut film reference. Probably <laughs> most of our people haven't even seen that movie, but you should. It was really good. Oh, man. All right. I got to tell you guys about Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Anytime you're going to go to Amazon to pick up your good stuff, head to Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Help support the show. Takes a little bit of money out of the Bezos man's pocket and puts it in ours. We'll launch our own rockets. We'll make them better, faster, and higher. <laughs> Although that's a CBD commercial. Anyway, go to Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. <laughs> Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com Anytime you go over to Amazon, thank you for helping support the show. All right. (laughs) Oh, what's in the box? Thank you, Dave Griffiths, with one of my favorite references. I haven't watched Seven in a long time. I've got to go check that out. All right. That was my favorite movie at one point. I want to go back to the flags. The flags question. And the one, the the flags in particular is is on Tracy Walker. The one that it Mm. just, oh, rough on the kicker. Um, Tracy Walker, this doesn't happen to anybody else. 
This has never happened in the league that I can remember in all the games that I've watched. Tracy Walker's hit, again, born of frustration, a little bit of lack of discipline hitting a quarterback the way he did in the slide. I'm very much, if they're going to run and scramble, they're a runner. I just talked about that. But the idea is, you know, it's not the rules. So he, you know, he did absolutely have a, uh, that call was absolutely real. So then he gets up and he tries to walk away. He gets grabbed and turned around by Goddard. He tries to walk away from him. He gets grabbed by Pascal. Um, and he tries, and he, he swings his arm to knock the hand off him and gets away and turns around and leaves. He's literally, all he's trying to do is get out of there. And they throw a flag for another personal foul. And that flag, I'm like, okay, if you're going to throw it on him, you got to throw it on Goddard and you got to have to, you have to throw it on Pascal too. And they didn't. And that to me is the part where number one, where it's that's bullshit because they were the instigators on that two of them. And you can't, I, I recognize the second guy's in, but at that point, Pascal's the third guy in and he gets a flag, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's just has to be the way it is. He's trying to get away. And uh, yeah, no. So they get throw it to him and then they say, well, there's two at their discretion. They can throw the guy out. Well, it's about the weakest ticky tackiest second fucking flag in the world. And then to use the discretion to pull out Tracy Walker there was just shit that that's you will never see that happen to another team if you can find identical circumstances which you won't you'll never see that happen again in the fucking nfl it's just infuriating to me that that's the part that bothers the shit out of me because that's garbage time there's there's a number of things with the officials that were like whatever but that one really really pissed me off now ash i know you're throw them out of the game go ahead Get, 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 your, yeah, get the pitchforks I, and the I torches disagree coming with you on this one. Like, he <laughs> hit a sliding quarterback with his helmet. Like, that, that's... No, I'm, I'm with you 100% if, there. If the NFL had a targeting ejection rule, that would be the thing that would immediately get a guy kicked out. Now, they not don't. The rule. Not the rule. But grabbing a guy is not the same thing as swinging at a guy, which is how the ref interpreted that. So from their perspective, you have on one play, a guy leading with the helmet on a sliding quarterback, and then immediately taking a swing at another player. That guy's gone. If you have discretion to throw that guy out of the game, that is like step-by-step. If you were to write an instruction manual on how to get tossed from an NFL game, that's it. So on the second one, let him grab you. Yeah. Like be be an adult, be the adult in the room and don't, let your team down like that. I, you know I what I mean? Like that. that's, and that's, that's, I have absolutely no doubt going to be the message. You know what I mean? Like yep. the first one. Okay. Heat of the moment. We all make mistakes. Nobody the grabs one, a 20. Gotta not do that. Nobody grabs a 24 year old man like that. That who's in the middle of playing a sport and just has that man walk away because your testosterone is at the peak of your life. It just doesn't happen, right? And I get it. I get you need to have the discipline. Yeah. But the, the and then we even all know it came they, up they've coached us since we were six that the guy who retaliates gets called. But then also You know what I mean? Then the play after Goddard taunts Right down, he he didn't yeah. touch down in the end zone. No call on that. It's like if refs, if you want to get your hands on this and you want to keep control, then keep control. But don't don't one side this the Okuda pass interference bullshit. That was terrible. That was yep. fucking that was ass. a shit call. Oh that man, that was garbage. I was I was I'm I not was, sitting here defending every call they made today. Yeah, because yeah, yeah that pass interference call, like oh my hand tapped you. Yeah. After you had already fallen down and the ball was nowhere near you anyway, like. <laughs> In, in a thousand ways, that was a bad call. That one I'm 100% on board with. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not the guy who just defends every call the refs make. 
You know what I mean? But like Tracy Walker messed up. That's why he got thrown out of the game. Are you going to put all of the times Jameson wrote that I'm wrong up there? Well, we got Venus too. And Dave brings a great point. Y'all can disagree with me, but you're being homers. I'm just spitting facts. Aaron Donald swung two helmets and tried to kill guys. That was in practice. I'm just another ash is wrong there. Hold on. Let me get in there. I think there's about six of them. Make sure they all get up there. I want them to get his due. Oh man. So we definitely disagree on that. I, I was, Again, yeah. in isolation, had the rest of the game been called pretty, you know, pretty well, I'd have been like, okay, fine, it's bullshit, whatever. But if those it is two it things is. happened on two separate plays, I would agree with you that throwing him out was BS. Yep. But they happened at the exact same moment. So you basically have someone acting like a psychopath. You need to get that person out of the game for player safety. But th- by the same token, one of those was declined. So well, it didn't happen. Can only take one. Well, that's the rules. Still, if, if you can only take yeah, one, saying, you can only. Too, the rules say too too cold. Right. The other team, no. the other team for field position reasons can decline them. They still happen. Somebody go look at the book and, and do the lawyer read on it. I wonder if it says too called or they get two penalties. They said too called on the thing. Well, on the TV, but those guys are yeah. high. Yeah, but the guys in the truck are usually pretty good, and you know the announcers don't know that rule. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> There's no I, way I, that, I that wasn't mis- Dean Blandino feeding that from the truck. <laughs> I made the mistake of thinking know? I was relying on those guys. They didn't have help. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I saw um, – oh, God, what who was it? Sorry, I, I don't have it here. Um, boom, 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 boom. Here it is. Um, Ryan, I'm waiting for a crazed Lions fan to lose their mind, run on the field, and right hook the refs one day. <laughs> that that would just be, for some reason, so Detroit. You know what I mean? It would just be add to the full comedy factor of what, what's gone on in Silverdome and Ford Field the last couple of decades. <laughs> be great. You got to get respect for the refs somehow, right? Uh, yeah, Don, I agree with Ash. Got to get past the idea of getting jobbed by the refs. Got to overcome them. Yeah, we almost did. We almost did today. So I think there's a lot of hope for this Lions team. I think they uh, they brought a lot to this game and, and showed up pretty well. They started slow for sure. Yep. I, I hadn't really thought about the number of reps they didn't get in the preseason. And that makes great sense, Ash, as to uh, one reason why they would start so slow. And it's one of the reasons we talk about why week one is fool's gold, right? There's 100%. so much that's go, that goes on this week that you just can't really put too much credence to it, too much weight to it, because teams are really, this is the first practice game or the first real scrimmage with the number ones that they're, they're getting. Yeah. Like, what do we know about the Detroit Lions right now? Absolutely nothing. We it know they the got heart. We know answer. they got heart. And, that, yeah. and well, we already knew that. True. Like, that's that, there's, that was never in doubt. We saw that all last year, and a bunch of those guys are back. And the other guys who came in all showed it during the preseason and on hard knocks. And like we we know what this is. Like this is not an easy W for anybody. Even if the score does end up being extremely lopsided, it's not like they got to take the fourth quarter off. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because this team down twenty points in the fourth quarter with a minute and a half to go is still going to be punching you in the face, even though they can't win. Yep. You know, and that's that's that is the personality of this team. And regardless of what the record ends up being, man, I'll take that all day, every day. You know, like just to, to, to actually be able to respect this team after having lived through 2008 as an example <laughs> and the countless other seasons where they just quit yeah. halfway through the year because they knew nothing good was going to happen. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if this is a three win season because golf goes down, 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. the rest of this team will still be worth watching yeah. on a 100%. week by week basis. hundred percent. All right. Hey caller, what's your name and how many have you had to drink? I just had some Jaeger. Just so you know. uh, yeah. Uh, my name is Miguel and I actually have just had Gatorade and water today. Well, good for you. Kind of a lame Sunday. No, no, that's okay. You get your Gatorade. I didn't realize this. And this is the dumbest thing probably ever. Everyone knew this probably, but me, but that it would doing my son's college tour and all that, that Gatorade was actually invented at the University of Florida, and it's a, it's all a reference to the Gators. I had no idea. Yes, that like, is the reason for the name. Yeah. I was like, I feel both so dumb and blown away at the same time. <laughs> like, how did I not know this? <laughs> right. <sighs> Hence why I didn't um, go to the university. Anyway, how you doing, bro? What's going on, Miguel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you know, it's going pretty good. Um, you know, disappointed we lost, but great game. Um, and... Glad that the refs actually called a delay a game twice. Not just yeah. that first time. So. Oh, my God. I, yep. you're, you're right. I'd completely <laughs> forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it actually was, it, so, it was a little know, bit I mean, of a difference. Well, the quarterback, too. And, right. Um, you know, so that was nice to see. But uh, what I really wanted to hear you guys talk about is uh, Aiden Hutchinson. And I know that – he didn't get any sacks or I, I don't even know if he got a tackle today, but just seeing him, uh, you know, be aggressive and block holes to, you know, make plays for other guys. Do you think that his game today um, would kind of keep him? Well, I mean, first week, but, you know, put him in for uh, defensive rookie of the year, or do you think he really needs to step up his game more the, you know, throughout the season? Hmm, interesting. It's like sales, I think. Like you can put all the work in, but if you're not a closer, you're not the guy who gets the money. That's you know? right. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a really good comparison. Because yeah, he was all over the place. He he was playing like his hair was on fire pretty much all day. <laughs> and like the few mistakes that I did see and what he did today were the result of playing like his hair was on fire. So I don't even know how much I would be trying to limit that as a rookie because you'd always rather have that guy. Was too excited. You know what I mean? Like there were a couple plays where when they had Harris and him on the same side, his inside rush was a little too kind of crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why there was a giant hole for Hertz to just scoot out the side and pop through. You he know what wanted I mean? that sack like today just, so bad. You know what I mean? And I think that I think that I mean, think about it. It's his hometown team yeah. he's playing for his first game as a pro he wanted that so yeah. bad oh, so bad and you want him to yeah like, I, I i have no well, and i think anybody besides good go <laughs> yeah and i think anybody besides jalen hurts you know uh he was yep. gonna get to yeah. him for sure it was just that guy had way too quick of a first step yep. getting out yep. of there yeah yeah this but, is a uh, and maybe, i don't think maybe that, uh, four or five quarterbacks in the league Right. Well, and, and still talking about rookies, I don't think Jameson Williams would have dropped any of those passes. So um, if we can play like we played today when he gets in, then, you know, let's go Lions. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I can't it's, argue. It's bro. one more guy who might be the guy who makes the play. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I love with what they've done with the receiver group is there's just there is an all virtually endless supply of guys who can make a play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 unfortunate that the guy who almost always does make the play missed a couple today, but he was still the team's leading wide receiver. And by by a ton. Mm-hmm. 
I just saw in the chat, they said 33% target share on the day for Robin Ross St. Brown. Like, and okay, he dropped a couple, but he also had eight catches. Yeah, and a touchdown. And, what, what and, do? yeah. and I just, I mean, I, I, I kind of think about it. Not only do you have this whole slew of guys that can make a play, but a whole slew of guys that can make a play differently. Right. Yeah. And that's such mm-hmm. so complimentary because if you have two of them on the field at once, right, and three of them on the field that can make a play, your options mm-hmm. are through the roof. And then I'm going to pivot here just because um, Soccer Wizard 975 wants us to. Can we talk Swift? Because damn, right? You put those three wide receivers out there that can make a play. And DeAndre Swift, he just burns that shit out. He was awesome today. This was a yep. Swift that I haven't seen. And that Swift, I love the Swift that was there today. I love that DeAndre Swift. Give me that DeAndre Swift every game forever. Yeah. He's awesome. It's the it's the Swift they kept telling right. us was there, and we're all going like, where? Yeah. Where? Well, here. We saw it today. Fucking Deuce, man. Deuce Staley is the yep. magic man. Wow. To pull that out of a Swift. Because Swift had it, right? But it had to get teased out. And boy, boy, is Deuce doing yep. magic. Oof. What do you think, Miguel? You have to. You have, to, you have one guy. You have one guy in this offense to make a play. Who are you going to? Oh, I'm going with Swift. 144 yards. You know, <laughs> there you go. yeah. Giving him the ball all day long. So great right. talking with you guys. Love the show. I'll talk to you later. All right, thanks, Miguel. Be good, man. All right. What do you say we make that the last call, Ash? I think we've done this long enough today. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just said the last call. I didn't say we were done. Oh yeah, fair enough. You're That's not going anywhere. Ash. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we can we can cover some topics in addition to the calls. I'm gonna remember with that. Let's see what other topics are that we have to cover. Um, we we got the Amazon. And we got the fanatics. <laughs> yep. Um, if you are still upset about this game, you should probably take a run to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Yeah, if you're stressed out about being stressed out. Definitely go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com and take care of things. You you don't want to be something, stuck. something, something, chill, something, 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 ten, something. something. Yeah, okay. Don't take more than one, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. What yeah. are they going to learn that, that Jamal can't catch? I, I don't remember Jamal ever having as much trouble as he had in the preseason and this game catching a ball. I remember Jamal having really sure hands for passes and – this was a little bit of a, a bum today, a bummer. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's the thing is like it's like the swear jar. Everybody had a bad day today, you know. Like in that particular way, it's it's unfortunate that they just all decided that this was their game to just be uncharacteristically terrible at catching a football. Like, and I don't I don't know what if they did something weird or if they're using different gloves than they have previously been or like whatever the thing was, because like when this many guys have that problem all at the same time, like it's it's maybe maybe they just got all the yips. You see a guy do a thing, you start getting that in your head that maybe I'm going to do that thing sometimes. You know what I mean? Like one guy hits one in the water. The next guy is probably going to hit one in the water, too. You know, you know. Out on the golf course, I yeah. guess. Uh, no, yeah, the, like, you sit there and you say, just, don't hit towards the water. Don't hit towards the water. Don't hit towards the yeah, water. And, and so you that's always where it's gonna hit go. it right towards Every the single time. You know, like you tell yourself, on. oh, yeah, the hardest putt to hit is a four-yard putt. Well, guess what? You're not going to hit. Oh, man. <laughs> you know? Somebody said earlier we needed Pimpleton today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the literal opposite of what we needed today. We needed him I picked up in Philly. As well. <laughs> that's what we needed. Um, yeah, I mean, Devontae Smith having nothing and everything being on Brown. I mean, 
it tells you something. Yeah, he's a big receiver. Yeah, he's good. But they went to him because that was the they were picking on a mismatch and that we yeah. couldn't have fixed. We couldn't have fixed. And so. he's he's a better receiver at this point in their careers than Devontae Smith. That yeah. just that is just truth. Yep. You know what I mean? Like there's I forget who, but somebody's oh. like, oh, we're actually top five wide receivers. Okay, maybe he's top eight. I have to look this up. I didn't that's know that still, Goff and Hurts crazy. Had, I didn't know that Goff and you know? Hurts had nearly the same QB rating. It makes sense now. So uh, Matthew Atkinson in the chat said he didn't realize Goff and Hurts had nearly the same QB rating. I I wouldn't have thought that earlier. I mean, now thinking back, it's like, oh no, that does yeah. make sense. But wow, okay. Yeah, like Hurts is Hurts Hurts does his damn like he's an okay quarterback in the air. It is the eighty yards rushing per game that destroys you. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like just that in addition, like if they were all talking the whole game, like the Eagles were the greatest rushing team of all time. I was like, no, they got 800 yards out of a quarterback. Like that's why they were the number one rushing team in the league. That's why the Ravens previously were the number one rushing team in the league before, like when Lamar was hurt. You know what I mean? But yep. that's where that gets you is a hurt quarterback. That's why teams don't typically continue doing that. They try to transition to something else as soon as their quarterback is actually capable of doing anything else. Yep. Otherwise, you get RG3. A lot of like talk about that's the road. A lot of talk about Hawkinson in the chat. Uh, don't see us paying Hawk number one money next year from Dale. No, you know what? Right now, if if it was right now the time to sign, I don't see it either. There's a lot of season yet to happen, and if yeah. you know, like that flip, more games. that switch that flipped at the first half, if that stays flipped and we he suddenly plays at that elite level, he's going to get elite money. That's just the yeah. With that said, on the balance of all the years, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's been a very, very good tight end. Right. But you it's not like quarterback where if you have a very, very good quarterback when he's the next man up, you pay him. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's it's tight end. Yeah. The level of and I will argue this until the day I die, that that is not one of the positions where you want to be paying a top tier guy if you can avoid it, unless you have a top tier guy. And in this case, that tier is like three people big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I like Hawkinson. He's a good player. Like if you can get him for what they're paying Chark this year, sure. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. But if it's going to cost you $20 million a year, well, someone else can make that mistake. Yeah. And I suspect they will because this isn't the group that drafted them. They have no skin in this game other than having good players. And this offense has worked with players who were significantly lesser players at that spot. Like Brock Wright looked good last year. Shane Zilstra has looked good this year. Heck, Devin Funches looked like a reasonably decent tight end for spots in the preseason. And yeah. he's not, you know, like just straight up. If he had any job here, it was as the big bodied, basically the Quintez Cephas, is, but he's not that either. Two things. Aaron <laughs> you know? Rodgers is down, I think on the ground. Okay. He's getting up now. He, he stayed on the ground. They had trainers out there. He doesn't, Ooh, this is interesting. Interesting development. I just want to thank Jameson for the balance. <laughs> if I could see that. <laughs> Rogers got wrecked. Oh, here, I'm going to send see right. that. Ash is right. So Rogers running around. Oh, and it's like, oh, yeah, he got crushed. Good, good. Ball came out. Excellent. Love so that. That's nice. Yeah. Yep. All right. Minnesota is just putting it on. The Packers, I love to see. The, oh, yeah. Ooh, there's it's a, a shame head. someone has to win that game, though. His head got snapped. That's good. I mean, no, that's not good, but <laughs> the path to a division title is an Aaron Rodgers injury. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. I never yeah. wish bad things on a person, but if something bad had to happen to somebody to help to fix the lions and the rest of the NFC North's chances, that would be yep. the one. Yep. Oh man. The Bears end up beating the 49ers today. Last I saw they were up and I haven't had time to check it yet. I, I haven't seen. Yeah. If you guys in the chat know, 
Uh, let us know about um, <laughs> this. Let us know about the 49ers and uh, Bears game. Um, Swift looked good. I think again, look, it's a loss. It's 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 zero and one to start the season for the Lions, and we expected it to be zero and one. We didn't expect it to be this close. At the end of the first half, we were like, "Yep, is this going to be another forty-four, you know, to fourteen or twenty-one? Is 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 that it? We're just going to be a little better with the points, but we made it a game in the end. It was uh, it was a fun game to watch. Uh, it was it was good good stuff. So um, this is this was this was really nice. This was a really nice start to the season for the Lions. And um, I mean, I, I always use that Jets game where Quandre Diggs got the pick six to start as my kind yep. of litmus test for their first game of the season that was the Um, worst day ever yeah (laughs) because just so much hope just immediately and irreversibly dashed yep (laughs) (laughs) um let's see bears won that's too bears won 1910 yeah Uh so they beat a team that was in the nfc championship game ladder was were they the championship or no that they made it to the quarterfinals something like that yeah regardless a team that went deep into the playoffs last year just got beat by the bears does that mean they're going to be the super bowl champion this year think about that when you're deciding that the season is over for the lions right now yep um logan stenberg at right guard um earlier ash ash said that's where the run game goes to die um, I don't think he was absolutely horrible. I think he no. was fine as especially as a stand-in. Um for a I mean, third string guard, he was fine. And and comparatively to what he was looking like last year and prior, yeah. this is a huge yeah. step forward. A huge step forward for him. So like I'm not um, saying cut the guy. Right. Like right. for your third string guard, that's what you want is like he did not every single play cause a terrible thing to happen. Because like that's what most third string guards in the league would do. Like, yep. I, I would say like a top tier third string guard performance is what we got out of Stenberg today. Yep. That just has a cap on it. It has a ceiling. And it just seemed like every time they gave Jabal Williams the ball to go behind Stenberg, that was the play Stenberg just could not do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. I think we got a lot. We've got uh, the Wednesday show coming up with Riz. We'll do that. Also, while you're here, if you don't mind, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. i got to say thank you to PAFD Firestopper for your subscribing to the channel. Uh, it's yeah. free. It's quick. It's easy. And it helps us out a great deal. Just please hit that like button and uh, help the algorithm send our our beautiful faces to all uh, the folks that look for lion stuff. We appreciate it when you do that. And uh, we only ask once a show. We try. We try. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Thank you all for doing that. Uh Chris Dust in the Slack. Oh, hold on. I might have something this week. We'll see. We'll see what goes oh, on there. Oh, hey. How you uh, doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Slack. That's a great place to be. Don't forget about the Slack. The show needs your involvement. Give us uh, some support on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. If you go in there, it's the li- as little as $5 a month in support. You'll get access to the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. The Game Day game day. Um, chat the whole thing it's just it's a, it's a great experience it's not just uh football either we've got stuff with beer we talk about uh, it's cocktails it's now it's all kinds of booze we got gambling there's stock tips there's home improvement food, food. i mean there's all kinds of channels all kinds of conversations of other life. topics <laughs> a lot of a lot of and, and podcast suggestions like topic suggestions so yeah, we, yeah we take you guys want us to talk there. about something on a show that's the spot to have the most like you're injecting it directly into our brains yeah yeah by being in there (laughs) 
So just head on over. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Like I said, $5 a month in support gets you access to the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. Also follow us on Twitter at DET Lions podcast. DET Lions podcast. It's the very best place to see us. I wanted some fucking pants, but I didn't have pants. This is all I had in my locker. I just had this feeling of like uh, I was going to be walking around without any pants on. Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> I didn't wear pants between July 4th and August 25th. That's all I'm saying. Not one time. The no pants, welcome to Detroit thing just always reminds me of the analingus <laughs> thing from a couple years ago in the lot outside Ford Field. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, Twitter at DET Lions Podcast. You get all the great stuff. Lots of fun. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, also, give us a call on Skype at Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, or call us in the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS. It's 929-335-4667. And be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to this podcast. Why would we do that, Ash? So that you can get us in your ear holes automatically. Yeah. Other, and also, if you don't, we're going to slide these nuts right across. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions <laughs> podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, baby, because we got these nuts and we're Detroit Lions <laughs> and Reddit connection. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.